views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. we got a great show for you today. Uh, I am really struck by a couple of things today. If any of you have been watching the Olympics, then, you know, one of the things that you'll, you'll be reminded of, especially here if you were watching it uh, yesterday, and you watched our bobsled uh, folks, um, the, the U.S. women's team, and I was really struck by how much was on the line for them and how much, how much they... They uh, were making history. And also, if you know anything about these women, these bobsled racers, one of the things that you're really struck by is how absolutely phenomenal they are in their lives. One of them, as a matter of fact, had won the gold in the Summer Olympics and was on the verge of creating an unbelievable record. And I was struck by, and the record would have been gold in the Winter Olympics, gold in the Summer Olympics. And I was really struck by one thing. I was really struck by, you know, the precision of life and uh, what one one hundredth of a second means. Uh, you either one one second of away from something or you're on target or you're one one second uh, uh, above a record in your life or some milestone in your life. And the reason I'm using that analogy is because, you know, where are we on the scale of looking at our lives and how much we put out there? And what I was really struck by, especially in light of today's show, was how graceful, how amazing, you know, these folks were when they did not win the gold, they won the silver. And I was really struck by, by their background. I was really struck by who they were. I was really struck by uh, what it is in our lives that we do uh, and how much risk-taking we actually uh, make of our lives, what we do, how we put ourselves out in the world. That's what today's show is about. Um, I, was, I was struck by the commentaries, the people, the commentary uh, on their race, um, they made a mistake, they hit this, they banged this. Um, but there wasn't much about, they look like they're really going for it today. And so what is it about our lives that would either point to us making mistakes, hitting a wall, hitting a roof as these two did, losing some time, and to what end? You know, where are we in the psychology of risk-taking? Today, adrenaline rush. The psychology of risk-taking with Certified Soul Coach and my co-host for today, Victoria Cohen. For many of you, you've heard her on the show before. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal speaker, uh, author, 
and is then in the arena of helping people understand the psychology of many things in her psychotherapy practice uh, for over 30 years. Victoria, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Pat, it's great to be here. All right. So I don't know if you watch the Olympics or not. Um, oh, yes. I'm an Olympic nut. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There we go. Right, did you see the bobsled race? I uh, missed the, that last night. Yeah. Um, I, I had mixed emotions about it. Um, I was very grateful they won the silver. But I thought, I went to this strange place about if they would have only been one one-hundredth of a second faster. Oh. I, and, and, and I wanted to ask you a question because, you know, risk-taking um, and defining it and what it means for us to have that as our, you know, one of the dominant things that we show up like in life. But I'd love to hear you talk about that a little bit. Did they, did they overstep their risk-taking boundary? Or is it just a, a way of being for them? Well, I would say it's probably a way of being for them. It's part of their lifeblood to take those risks. And, you know, Pat, when we take risks, there is no guarantee of success. We can't go into risk-taking expecting that it's always going to be successful. But oftentimes risk-takers, they don't focus on the success as being a prerequisite to why they take risks. They take risks because of the adrenaline rush that comes, and that's the reward. The rush is the reward, not necessarily some kind of inevitable expectation of success. So I think all the Olympic athletes, whether it's the bobsledders or the skiers or the skaters or the, you know, luge um, athletes, I think they all want to be successful, of course, like all of us do. But I think it's the adrenaline rush that drives them forward, not necessarily the, you know, expectation that they have to be number one or get the gold. One of the things that I'm really struck by is what this risk-taking term means. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think that you know, today's show, I thank you so much for, for talking about this. Um, you, you know, because one of the things I know you say is that the greatest risk in life is not taking one. And you know, asking questions, what is, the great, what is the biggest risk you've ever taken? What, you know, whether it be climbing a mountain or getting married or having kids or telling the truth or quitting a job. Uh, did that job thing myself, but I didn't know it was a risk. Um, and, and you know, the adrenaline uh, rush uh, from from life from taking risk, especially the you know whether or not it turns out to be a risk reward ratio. Uh, there's something about it that's undeniably drawing and addictive to people. Um, but I but I want you, I wanted you to talk a little bit about this in terms of how we define this. And what you call our dominant risk profile. Well, we all have a dominant risk profile, Pat. In terms of where we feel more or less comfortable with the five different areas of risk. So I think of risk as being either physical, social, emotional, financial, or intellectual. And all of us will feel more or less comfortable with one or more of these areas of risk-taking. For example, if um, somebody's really comfortable skiing down a black diamond slope, 
but don't ask them to go to Las Vegas and put a lot of money on the line financially in terms of risk-taking. Um, or somebody would rather be sitting in the ski lodge sipping cocoa, um, but if you ask them to um, do a speech in front of 2,000 people, they would not bat an eye. They would do that willingly. But if you ask them to, oh gosh, share their emotions and be ah. vulnerable with somebody, they would shudder at the thought. So we all have different comfort levels with those five different areas of risk-taking. Some are more comfortable for us than others. And sometimes we don't even consider the things that are risky that we do with ease to even have risk involved. It's interesting how, you know, when we do things, sometimes we feel, oh, this is a piece of cake. And other times it feels like, oh, my God, I could never imagine doing that. So look at your own risk-taking comfort or discomfort in those five different areas of risk, physical, mental, excuse me, physical, social, emotional, financial, and intellectual, and ask yourself, which of those areas am I most comfortable with and which ones would I dare not venture into when it comes to risk-taking? Well, you know, when we're looking at this physical, social, emotional, financial, intellectual, you know, and we're looking at most of the press, right? Most of the issue we get in our pop culture is on the physical, right? Like I'm talking about the Olympics. Right. Um, but I'm also, you know, one of the things I just realized I just blew by in talking about the, uh, you know, the, the skaters uh, was the fact that, um, you know, for us, uh, uh, we don't think we we watch the bobsled race, right? You know they're flying down, and we're hearing we're hearing the announcer. Oh, that's a mistake. Oh, that oh they're skidding. Oh, right. Um, uh, you know, part of this is you're looking at that, and that's what you're hearing. And we're seeing this as physical, right? But right. we don't touch upon the emotional part of that. You know mm-hmm. what that's like for you know this. This gold medal champion to do something for the first time. I don't know both of those. Uh, there were a couple of sleds in the Olympics. Uh, the, uh, I think the uh, you know, the U.S. women's team. Well, these these women hadn't gotten into sled till like five months ago. How would you categorize them in this scenario? Because it's more than a physical risk for these folks. Right. Right. Well. Some of the bobsledders and various athletes in the Olympics have been doing it for years and years and years. And to them, it doesn't seem like a physical risk or probably not even that much of an emotional risk just because they've trained themselves to manage their emotions in those situations over years of experience. But if you and I are getting into a bobsled or going down a ski slope or doing some adventure for the first time, the physical risk and the emotional risk pretty much seem uh, through the roof, especially if we're novices at these things. So, yes, there's usually an emotional risk to um, venturing out of our comfort zone anytime we do something novel. Well, you know, part of this, too, is looking at, you, you know, what, it, what this is in terms of how we react to things. You know, uh, what is our body responding to? How is it responding to this? 
you know, in the scheme of things, when we look at our lives, uh, we have emotional reactions to many, many, many things. And some of it seems so real in our lives, but it's not. Uh, and, you know, part of that is just is looking and, and, and really understand what's going on. And that's why we're doing this show today, you know, so that we can have a sense of, of what's going on in our bodies. We're going to take a short break. But what is it? What is it about this risk-taking, this adrenaline rush that my special co-host today and I are talking about? How does it affect us? How does it affect the, cho- the choices we make in life that will either pull us closest to our dreams or not? When we come back, we're going to talk with Victoria about the courage quotient and what role personality plays in all of this determination of reality versus perception. You're listening to us here. Victoria Cohen and myself, Dr. Pat, and we are featuring Soul Suitcase today on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Chakra Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Change makers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit TheDrJulieShow.com. Tap into your I am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit IamEnergy.ca. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life. Each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some shows are about health, wellness, food. Others are about helping you on your spiritual journey. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show? Well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. Positive Talk Radio was a vision that we've had. And thanks to all of you, you've helped us make it a reality. 
We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by this, the Dr. Pat Show Network and a an amazing feature of Soul Suitcase, something that my co-host today has created, Victoria Cohen. And we get to talk with all of you about many, many things. You know, but first and foremost, we get to chat with you about this thing, this thing called adrenaline rush, this thing called risk-taking and risk profile. Uh, and what does this mean? How does it show up in life? Does it help us? Does it hurt us? Do we even know we're in the middle of it? Victoria, welcome to the show again. It's great to have you here as my co-host. Thank you for joining me. Um, you know, some interesting revelations here, you know, in, in the world as you and I were talking about Olympics. But, you know, some of this is really realizing that we're all Olympians of, of some sort of our own lives. We don't see ourselves as that. So I'd love to talk a little bit about, you know, why some, some folks come forth in life. And, you know, have a tendency towards risk-taking. And, and, and others don't. You know, how we perceive the world. What role does that play? Oh, it's fascinating, Pat. When I think about people taking risks and, and even how our bodies respond when we take risks. Our bodies, our brains, our psychology of risk-taking is just so fascinating to me. So sharing a little bit of that, first of all, our body's response to risk-taking and how our brain gets involved in that, too. There's such a, a really interesting kind of um, uh, fact here that our bodies don't know the difference when we are taking a risk, or excuse me, our brains don't know the difference when we're taking a risk and when we're just visualizing taking a risk. And our brains, you know, we think about our being, you know, ourselves being pretty smart, but when we visualize doing something and then actually doing it, our brains don't know the difference. So imagine when you visualize going down a ski slope or visualize standing at the top of a 4,000-foot cliff and looking down as if you're going to go hang gliding for the first time off of that cliff. And just right now as I'm visualizing myself doing that, and I don't know if you are too, but how does your body feel when you imagine doing this? Does it feel relaxed and comfortable? Or do you feel tense? Do you feel your heart rate starting to, you know, become more rapid? Does your body feel warmer? And most likely if people are listening and visualizing standing at the top of that cliff ready to take flight with a hang gliding experience, most of, most likely your body is experiencing, um, you know, kind of a heightened sense of alertness, maybe even a fight or flight response. And so it's really fascinating how our, our brains 
act and how that triggers our body's response because we don't actually need to be at risk to feel at risk. Just visualizing things can either help calm us if we're visualizing doing something successfully, taking a risk and having a successful outcome, or if we're visualizing disaster and then our bodies go into that kind of flood of fight or flight. So we have a lot going on in our brains and our bodies when we're trying to visualize or imagine taking certain kinds of risks. Well, you know, part of this is also, and I know we're talking about uh, we're talking about the Olympics. Part of this is also asking ourselves. I know I was sitting here watching it, and I was saying, "Oh, when you want to do that? When you want to do that?" And you know, the the look I got back was like, "No, I wouldn't want to do that." So, you know, the question for me is, would I want to do that? You know, it's part of my uh, my own personal makeup to look at, you know, what are some of the things that I've done in taking risks, and where would I categorize? Where would I put myself? But risk come. You know, taking risks comes in many forms, many fa- you know, many fashions and many ways to people. And I think it's important, you know, for, for this topic to talk about what that is. You know, sometimes uh, speaking up at work, for example, may not seem like an enormous risk for some people. And yet for others, it's powerfully risky. Uh, and as a result... You may or may not speak up, and as a result, there's consequences. So, let can we talk a little bit about that? You know, our, not just our tendency, but this idea that this thing you call courage quotient, and you know, somebody that would rather sit and not speak up in a situation that's very, very hard on them on a day-to-day basis, and another person that can't live with themselves unless they do speak up. Oh, that's so true. Well, when I call this risk quotient, it's that people face risk-taking in a lot of different ways, as you're suggesting, Pat. To some people, speaking up to a boss or telling the truth to a partner is terrifying. And to others, they wouldn't even think twice about doing either of those things. So in terms of taking risks, there are three kinds of risk-takers. There are risk avoiders. There are risk reducers. And then there are risk optimizers. So if you're a risk avoider, for example, you stay within your comfort zone and you play it safe. And if you're a risk reducer, you're willing to take some small calculated risks. But if you're a risk optimizer, you see the risks of a situation and you embrace them. You really get energized by the thought of taking risks. And so... If you are on that risk avoider end of the spectrum, instead of, uh, instead of playing it safe and keeping in your comfort zone, you might want to think about stepping out of your routine and trying something small. But if you're a risk reducer, you might want to push yourself a little bit further and stretch your limits a little bit and take it up a notch. And if you're a risk optimizer, I'd say keep at it. I'd say as we're talking about these Olympic athletes, they are risk optimizers. They push themselves to their limit and then some. And they want to optimize every, you know, eke out every possible risk that they can in the, within the limits of their sport and the limits of their body um, capacity. So where are we when it comes to being a risk avoider 
a risk reducer or a risk optimizer? I think it's a question that we could ask ourselves and then see if we can stretch our limits just a little bit in things that feel uh, kind of uh, edgy for us. You know, and one of the things, too, that we're, we're also talking about is, you know, what happens when we make these decisions, how we're affected by it. Um, I, you know, I guess one of the questions uh, that, I, that has come up a lot uh, recently on air ha- it is around, you know, I'm having a hard make time making a decision. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time, you know, d- doing that thing that I need to do. Whatever that is. Um, and, and yet for some people, making decisions left and right, upside down and sideways, you know, is something that they do. But let's talk about adrenaline junkies for a minute. You know, folks that would take risk perhaps just for the sake of taking risks. Um, and how does that fit into the way we live our lives every day? Well, adrenaline junkies, we probably all know them, or we might yeah. even be one ourselves. Oh, there in you go. Some, yeah, in some areas of our lives. So adrenaline junkies are the thrill seekers among us that cannot live without the intensity of that magical adrenaline rush. And danger is just a part of what makes them happy and feel alive, and they seek it out on a regular basis. So this is really interesting. It's uniquely human. Because if you think about it, there's no other animal on the planet that puts itself and their life in danger just for the fun of it. I think it's just really, really fascinating how adrenaline junkies don't perceive what they're doing as that risky, and they minimize the danger, they minimize the risk in their minds so that they can go ahead and do the crazy things that they often do. And they don't let that fight-or-flight response that we normally get into when we face risks, they don't let that stop them. They push through it, their heartbeat gets fast, their body temperature rises, and all the endorphins that are associated with pleasure um, rush through their bodies, and they are energized by this, such as parachuters and base jumpers and race car drivers and rock climbers and whitewater kayakers. They all do it in, in this thrill, excuse me, this thrill-seeking kind of experience that has a reward at the end of that adrenaline rush. Well, you know, part of this we're going to talk about today in terms of, you know, what are the hazards and benefits of taking calculated risks? And, you know, when we come back, Victoria, how is our brain affected by all of this? You know, what is it? that many of us uh, look at in our lives or are not aware of that goes on. You know, when we are in this continuous adrenaline rush of life, I, I think many of us that are, are, are to, you know, listening to what you're talking about today are thinking, okay, you know, back in the day, why was it I had to jump out of that airplane and do some skydiving in Hawaii after I finished a nine-year journey to to complete some to complete some education, what was it about that way of of experiencing celebration that worked for me? Yet for some people, they probably maybe they would have taken themselves to some trip to celebrate. 
But what is it about our minds, our brains, that pulls us forth towards this risk-taking? You know, what is it that we should know about the invisible line that is out there that we could step across into the danger zone? Let's take a short break. When we're back, my co-host, Victoria Cohn, we're going to talk about that and more. I'm going to make sure you have a lot of information about uh, who she is and uh, how to find out more about Soul Suitcase uh, and how to apply today's topic in your daily life. We have a segment for that. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. Tune in each Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit radio show that illuminates the heart-centered bond of animal and human as souls destined to find each other in a lifetime. Each week, this world-renowned animal communicator, through her live call-in show, will assist you in understanding animals as light beings, here to raise the vibrational level of this planet. They're ready. Are you What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show. With Dr. Pat Vasily, radio to thrive by. 
Tune in Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern to Spirit Guidance Radio with Shannon Walbrand on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with South Africa's top psychic will amaze and uplift you. Call in to receive detailed, specific answers that offer immediate solutions as Shannon interprets messages from your spirit guides. Whether it's love, business, or health, your spirit guides are ready to help. Visit ShannonWalbrand.com for more info. You are guided. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. For more information about us, you can go ahead and go visit us at the Dr. Pat Show. Or you could go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Uh, and find out about all the shows we have, all the hosts, all the co-hosts. Uh, we're going to have brand new websites coming up here in a week or two, and we're very excited about that. More interaction for all of you, uh, telephone apps, and uh, other ways for you to plug in to the many things we're planning. Uh, Victoria Cohen is joining me here today as my amazing co-host. Victoria, before uh, we get back into the topic, take a moment and let folks know the best way to find out about you, uh, about your book and about things that are coming up uh, that you're participating in? Well, I can be reached at my Seattle office at 206-284-1435 or on my website, uh, www.victoriacohen, that's C-O-E-N.com. And I would love to hear from people. And if you're in the Seattle area, uh, you'd like to see... My um, come to my office and have a chat, that would be wonderful. Awesome. Uh, Victoria, we're talking today. Today's topic is very, very cool. Adrenaline rush, the psychology of risk-taking. Uh, and we're talking about the greatest risk in life is not taking one uh, part of the conversation. Or, you know, if you are an adrenaline junkie, what does motivate you? Uh, in, in looking at your lives. And I wanted to talk about that for a little bit. You know, what is the motivator? And what is, you know, how is our brain affected by risk-taking behaviors? Some that are necessary and some that people would say, oh, there's absolutely no reason that you jumped out of that airplane, Pat. Well, you and I were talking during the break about uh, both of us having jumped out of airplanes yeah. and... Uh, I did it once, and you did it a couple of times, apparently, and we were both saying how it was such an adrenaline rush. So we can see why people who take risks of that nature on a regular basis get addicted to that feeling in their bodies. And in terms of our brains, what happens to us when we jump out of airplanes or take those, those high risks that have that adrenaline rush associated our brains go through all sorts of really interesting things. We've got dopamine in our brain, for example. That is that brain chemical associated with pleasure. So dopamine gets triggered and released in our brain, rushes through our body, and gives us that, that kind of feeling of ah, that huh. pleasure that is really and can become really addictive. I want more. I want more. Give me more of that. 
It's responsible for us feeling satisfied after a great meal or when we use stimulating drugs or even when our football team wins the Super Bowl. We had that experience a few weeks ago here in Seattle, and boy, there was a lot of adrenaline rushing going on for fans of the Seahawks when our team uh, won the Super Bowl. So that's an example of an adrenaline rush, even being not just a player on the team, but being a fan in the stands or, you know, in our living room watching that kind of thrilling experience, we can get that adrenaline rush. So it's really quite um, addictive and sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a bad way, such as criminals tend to have that adrenaline rush and it reinforces being criminals in terms of that kind of end of, be- end of the spectrum of behavior. But it also fuels um, people like entrepreneurs to start their own businesses or inventors to create something new or artists or athletes or performers. They all tend to exhibit more risk-taking tendencies, not just the daredevils of the world. So our brains can either direct our risk-taking activities to something productive or even something a bit deviant, depending on which way we channel it. Well, you know, one of these things really is the, the, the having the wisdom to know which is which, right, at some uh-huh. level. Uh, and that gets to be the trickiest part of all. Um, but someone said to me, risk-taking is, uh, requires practice. And I thought, I, I really thought long and hard about that. Does it really require practice? And I thought, why would it require practice? And, and I would love to hear your take on this. So if you're an Olympian and uh, if you are uh, one of the, the, uh, the field and track folks, uh, whether it's Williams or, or Lola Jones, it, it doesn't matter. And you jump into that bobsled and you jump into that for the first time. Um, and you know that, and you go down and you have a very, very positive experience. You're not thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm really a, I'm a world class field and track. I'm a world, I'm the fastest woman in the world. And, uh, and I just jumped in the back of a bobsled and I may get hurt. But if that first experience for you wasn't like that, uh, it, I, I don't even know if that's what they do, just jump in. But if that first experience of jumping in that bobsled was very different, how, do, how would you feel about taking risk again? And, you know, what, what is it about doing that? Uh, as they say, getting back on the, getting back on the horse. In my case, getting back on the Harley. Uh, that would motivate me to get back on it again. You see what I'm saying? People talk about this about love. You know, I've been married once and divorced and so forth and so on. Why would I want to do that again? So this is how it shows up in our day to day, isn't it? It is. Well, risk-taking can be really rewarding in and of itself, but when you're thinking about the bobsled example, um, it surely feels much more risky to get in the bobsled the first time you do it, but with anything, practice tends to reduce the perception of risk the more we do it. It's like public speaking. The first time you talk in front of an audience, uh, whether it's, you know, three people or... 3,000 people, the first time you do it, of course, it's going to feel very risky for most people. And then with practice, 
our perception of the risk involved really starts decreasing. So practice is really key to um, our perception of the risk involved, and it just tends to go down the more practice we get. So taking that first leap is always the hardest. But once we start doing it more and more and more, we kind of desensitize ourselves to the risky nature of things, and it, it tends to be rewarding the more we keep up with that activity. Hmm. You know, what are some of the greatest uh, challenges and uh, risks that you've taken? Can you think of, uh, you know, a couple uh, for yourself? I know there are a couple that come to mind for me. Hmm. Well, jumping out of the airplane um, in my first parachute jump was certainly a risk-taking situation, but I was just so driven to have that experience, and I only wanted to do it once. Um, didn't intend to create a hobby out of it or anything like that. I just wanted to have that experience once, and whoa, what an adrenaline rush. And taking other risks, um, doing public speaking in front of large audiences um, has been a certain kind of risk-taking in that social realm where you wonder, oh, what are people thinking of me? And you worry about people scrutinizing, oh, you know, how you're talking and all of that. And even doing the radio show has a certain element of risk involved. But I feel like if we don't say yes to the universe, when opportunities cross our path in whatever realm they come to us, then we might have regrets. And if you think back in your life about, oh, I had this opportunity and it felt risky at the time and I said no. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, then think about opportunities that come to you in the future and say, I don't want to have regrets. I'm going to say yes this time. What about you, Pat? Well, I'll tell you, you know, part of this is really I have a, a decision I, I am on the verge of making right now. And um, it's a decision that uh, has to do with an amazing opportunity that showed up. And I've, I was reading and getting ready for the show today. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what is it about this opportunity that is causing me to drag my feet? I mean, what is it about this saying yes to this? Uh, is it because it doesn't feel right or is it because, you know, I, I don't have a, 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 a gang of people behind me saying it's the right thing to do or is it because I'm trying to be in the future about it when what's in front of me is deciding, not how it's going to turn out. And I think a lot of times that's what does happen in risk-taking. Now, I will say the greatest risk I ever took and didn't know it was a risk was standing up um, when, uh, to, uh, you know, our executives back in 1991. And, uh, and I think it was one of the greatest risks I, I, I could ever take. Uh, and there were consequences associated with it. But there were also benefits and opportunities. I wouldn't have the life that I have now. Had I not done that, I didn't know any of that, but it felt like breathing uh, to be able to stand up and say what you're doing is not right. You know, firing people one month away from a full pension is not right. And honestly, it was my job, Victoria, to implement that program. So 
you know, I think back at things like this and how often we're faced with uh, decision makings, uh, decisions that come up. I'm not talking about taking your car down the highway or, or riding a motorcycle down the highway and weaving in and out of traffic. You know, certainly those things are, are clearly different. Now, if you're in California and you're on your motorcycle, you're weaving in and out of traffic as if you're breathing. And for the people that do that in California, it's actually a law that you can do it. It's not risk-taking anymore. To do something like that in the state of Washington during cloudiness and rain would be an enormous risk. So when we come back, Victoria is going to share a a beautiful, beautiful uh, closing moment for us, the soul suitcase moment, how to apply today's topic in your daily life, my special Special co-host joining me here today, Victoria Cohen. Think, think about this. What risks have you all said yes to or no to? We'll be right back. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. What's getting your attention as physical pain or illness? Have doctors been unable to help? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Amazing things happen every day, sometimes with jolting awareness, and sometimes with subtle shifts aided with Christy's divine healing gift. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Great to have you back on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're talking about, you know, a very, very important topic for any of you out there that have a dream. Adrenaline Rush, the Psychology of Risk-Taking. Certified Soul Coach and co-host Victoria Cohen joining me here today. You know, as we said uh, earlier, Victoria, we're, we're going to share a, um, a soul suitcase moment with folks, an exercise for folks that we can, you know, you'll share with them on how they can practice taking a risk in one area of your life. Tell us a little bit about this exercise and how important it's become to you personally. And then we're going to share it. Absolutely. Well, Soul Suitcase, as I've mentioned before in other shows, is kind of the topic, uh, the main umbrella topic of, of my show here. And... What that means is really trusting your inner guidance or your inner voice, your inner wisdom, and letting that govern or dictate your daily life decisions, whether it comes to risk-taking decisions or just general decisions that you make. So I'd like to offer this suggestion, uh, this exercise for people to think about as they take this risk-taking topic forward in their day. And so we talked earlier in the show about the five different types of risk-taking, the five different areas, physical, social, emotional, financial, and intellectual. So choose one of these areas and think about a risk you could take that would stretch you moderately um, but not send you over the edge in a flood of fear. What would that be? So think about your life right now. And is there something that you're on the verge of making a decision about? Is that um, asking your boss for an extra day off that feels moderately risky? Or is it surprising your partner with plans to go to an unfamiliar destination together? Or is it signing up for that salsa class that you may feel intimidated by uh, if you're not an avid dancer? Or is it investing some of your hard-earned cash into a high-risk, um, you know, a potentially high-yield account financially? Or is it telling somebody that you love them? So in what area of your life does it feel like there's a risk waiting to be taken? Again, not something huge and monumental necessarily, although it could be, but just a moderate risk that's in in front of you right now. So make a commitment to yourself to do one thing this week, um, either solo or as a couple, and be fully consciously present while doing it. And that's another aspect of this, about being present 
when you are taking risks and letting your body and your mind, your thinking process, be fully aware when you're in that risk-taking situation so you can maximize the benefits and really get the whole experience of that risk-taking um, and not just kind of go into it blindly or in, uh, kind of numbly. So think about one area of your life that you can take a risk this week and, and really can make a commitment to yourself to do that and be fully consciously present. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what mine's going to be, so I've got that out in the forefront uh, of this. Uh, you know, when you look at your, your life and your future, Victoria, and you think about the things that are out there for you, um, you know, I know that you, you teach people uh, what it's like and work with people every day and help them move to that next level in their lives. You know, what can we say, um, you know, in summary today about risk-taking and how, how we can optimize uh, the way it shows up in our lives. Well, risks in our daily lives are what make our lives meaningful, and they also push us forward. Otherwise, we as individuals or even as couples can really get stagnant. And risk-taking can even be an antidote to boredom. For adrenaline junkies, that's certainly the case. They hate being bored. But for the rest of us, we usually don't like getting stagnant either and feeling like we're just kind of treading water in our lives. So risk-taking can be a real enhancement of our lives. And if we dare to dream of a better life and we often just allow ourselves to take flight, risk-taking can help us achieve a better life. It can help us feel more invigorated and inspired, and then we can inspire others and support others in taking risks that they might be kind of on the starting line and haven't quite taken off with. So we can inspire by our risk-taking other people to do the same. Just like watching the Olympics, I am inspired every moment I'm watching those athletes. And I think, well, I may not want to be an Olympian, but I want to stretch myself and grow, too. So I think that's part of why I'm such an Olympic nut is because <laughs> I get so inspired by their risk-taking, and it makes me want to go out and stretch myself, too. Oh, I love it. Victoria, thank you so very much for today's show, and thank you for all that you do. Let's let folks know uh, one more time the best way to get a hold of you. Give uh, information about your website. Uh, phone number if you like and thank you again for joining me today oh it was such fun Pat thank you uh, people can reach me at my Seattle office which is 206-284-1435 or my website is www.victoriacohen.com well uh, thank you so much uh, and for all of you tuning us in turning us on Lots of information in today's show. If you've missed any part of it, please go back and think about these areas of your life. You know, places where, in my case, I don't want to look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done that. Let's get a jump on it. Be proactive for the rest of your life. Thank you from all of us to all of you. 
Let's make this an epic year. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. desire to go in your life are you only looking outside yourself for the answers what if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way so what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom soul suitcase with victoria cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems our soul suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered listen to soul suitcase while victoria cohen takes everyday situations like job loss relationship struggles parenting challenges work stress and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Like us on Facebook slash Transformation Radio Network. Tweet and follow us at TransformNet. Visit us at www.transformationtalkradio.com and find us on Pinterest, Google+, YouTube, spiritualnetworks.com, Flickr, Tumblr, and Spreaker. Just search for Transformation Talk Radio. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. Feel like you just can't find your happiness? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. 
Kathy's Handy, are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet yoandrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts.com. 